Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey listeners, are you a fan of true crime? If you are listening to this podcast, then you most certainly are. During these strange times, are you looking for a new true crime podcast? Then you have found your new true crime obsession. My podcast, Riddle Me That True Crime, covers both older cases as well as current ones. I cover both well-known and more obscure cases, such as the strange death of Blair Adams, the cyanide coffee murder of Myrna Salihin, and the disappearance of Sri Lanka's richest man, Upali Wijewardene. Riddle Me That True Crime is available on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. Now back to the show. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. All right, everybody. So I thought we'd start out this particular episode with a little bit of a teaser without going into too much detail or giving too much away. Got some pretty exciting stuff coming up. Uh, at least I'm excited about it. I don't know <laughs> how you guys will feel about it. I guess we'll see soon enough. Um, like I said, I think it's a good thing. I'm looking forward to some of these little things I've got worked out for the near and coming future. First of all, some of you might have noticed that I've started sticking in promos for other podcasts. I just want to uh, kind of get behind and say if I'm sticking a plug for somebody else's show in my show... It's somebody I've listened to and somebody I think is worth your attention. So this is it's not like I'm doing some sort of random exchange. The to the best of my knowledge, media platforms aren't sticking anything in there without my knowledge or consent. I honestly once I've finished editing it and uploaded everything, I don't go back through and restream my own podcasts because I'm usually sick of hearing what I had to say <laughs> by that point. So uh, this is, it's something, these are people I think deserve your attention. I think they're good programs, they're worth checking out. So just be aware that if somebody's getting a shout out for me, they're getting it for a reason. And it, w- it would be great if you guys would go check out their programs if you have time and you're looking for something to listen to. So with that being out of the way, we're going to address a few things. I've kind of looked back over the catalog or whatever you want to call it the backlog of stuff I've been recording and I've noticed that I kind of have gotten away from some of the stuff I originally intended to be doing with this deal and I have not put nearly the amount of stuff in there as far as the cooking thing goes I just that I actually will be getting back to uh it's going to be done in kind of a two-stage thing I'm going to start putting some more talks about culinary stuff into the rotation but I'm also going to set up a uh, videos, instructional videos uh, showing hows and where's and why's I just have to, I've got all the equipment stuff figured out now, I just have to figure out the editing and compiling and all that stuff and initially I'm going to do a couple little short teasers that everybody's going to get to see but like the full length and in depth instructional stuff uh, is probably going to be a like membership perk kind of thing. I 
still figuring out all the logistics of it, but that's probably going to be a, a little something extra. It's not going to be a lot. Just I have to find out exactly what it's going to wind up involving on my end before I figure things out. But uh, if anybody decides to be a sponsor or membership, whatever, depending on however you want to look at it, if if you're contributing financially to me doing this stuff, you will have access to whatever I put together. That's the long and the short of it. So it it will be a perk. A uh, I don't know if it'll be a Patreon or they've got a membership thing set up with this program called Buy Me a Coffee that's out there for creators. It's basically you click on the little link that's on the website and it takes you to a service and you can buy me a coffee or two or five or whatever makes you happy really (laughs) and it's always appreciated and as much coffee as I drink I will never say no to somebody buying me one so now that that's all out of the way we're going to have a couple little different subjects we're going to broach here today and the first thing I really want to it's been rolling around in the back of my head and this is staying true to the theme of complaining about things I think people need to just cut the shit on. Just knock it off. That's what a lot of this boils down to, is stop being such a bunch of shitheads. And I like to think that the people that actually need to hear this probably don't have any interest in listening to my show, so I'm hoping you guys will understand what I'm saying, and if you see somebody you think might benefit from the uh, the perspective on their behavior <laughs> steer them this way based on one of the other aspects of something they can learn from the show and maybe they'll get the hint but the thing I've been noticing a lot and like everyone else that's dealing with 2020 a lot of my social interactions have been through social media and I've talked about it before I've talked about getting into arguments online which is so non-productive it's I'm I don't know why I I still occasionally engage but for the most part I try not to it it's it's completely useless it's a waste of energy it's a lot of extra frustration for literally no extra yield but the thing that kind of ties into that the thing I've been thinking about lately is there are so many people out there that have this hyperinflated sense of self-worth and they really think the world needs to hear every little thought that comes rattling around inside their tin can heads. I saw it on a couple threads where people were posting comments and things like posting pictures of their meals or pictures of their pets or or they're just trying to share part of their day. Like one lady, she took a picture of something that was actually a really nice looking, well prepared meal. And it happened to have a seared tuna steak in it in the pitcher, sliced up, shingled out. It looked really nice, actually. And immediately we get some jackass. Who, well, as a vegan, that might as well be sliced human meat to me. That's disgusting. I can't believe you would eat it. Who the hell asked? That's the part I don't understand. The person handled it much classier than I would have because she just said, you know, it literally costs nothing to not be mean. And it was a completely unsolicited, nobody gives a shit if you're a vegan, and you're not going to change anybody's mind by being an asshole to another person because they posted a picture of their meal. If you got a problem with their lifestyle, it's real simple. Don't follow them. Stay off their social media. Keep your opinions and your comments to your damn self because realistically, nobody frickin' asked. The thing is, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody asked for your opinion. 
why are you so convinced that you're so much better and you're so much righter than the other person where you feel the need to spout off on somebody who was just trying to share something, trying to share part of their day. They had a nice meal. They wanted their friends to see it. And I'm not trying to single out vegans here because I have plenty of them in my family. I have plenty of friends that are vegan. I don't judge you for wanting to live that lifestyle. Good on you. It's your lifestyle, as long as you're not a preachy asshole about it. As long as you're not saying, oh, well, here's why I think you should... You know what? Unless somebody asks, just shut up. You don't need to be constantly out there spouting your bullshit, your self-righteous, self-important shit. And I'm not only saying this in reference to things like dietary choices or lifestyles and things like that. If somebody takes the time to share something out of their day because they think it's neat and they want other people to be able to see it and appreciate it, it's not an invitation for you to act like a shithead. It's not going, hey, here, tell me why I'm wrong for enjoying this. The internet has built up this culture where everyone seems to think that their opinion somehow carries weight with everyone they give it to. And that's really not the case. It's a matter of people being way too comfortable walking through life not getting punched in the mouth for acting like a shithead. And everybody's real big when they're behind a keyboard, and it's it's just ridiculous. I don't understand why people feel the need to do this to each other. If somebody decides to get on you for a choice you made or a picture you shared or or anything like that, a comment you made, and you don't feel good when that happens to you. You don't appreciate people criticizing your lifestyle or critiquing your your pictures. I mean, people need to remember why other people are sharing things out of their lives. It's not because they're welcoming criticism, unless they ask for it. If they ask for a critique, if they ask for your opinion, that's when you proffer it up. That's when it's acceptable to say, here's why I don't agree with you. If it's just a case of somebody going, hey, look, I thought this was neat, and you don't think it's neat, scroll on. Keep going. Just keep swimming. Whatever you need to get through that pointy little head of yours to realize nobody gives a shit what you think. Say, hey, that's neat, or shut up and move on. I mean, think before you open your friggin' yap. Before you hit enter to post whatever bullshit it is, you feel the need to spew forth on another person's personal stuff, just stop and say, do I want that done to me? It's, a, it's really not a hard matter of perspective to keep. It's a matter of just being a decent human being. I don't understand why I have to keep bringing these things up, why this keeps being the thing that is on my mind. Why is it that it is so frickin' hard for people to just be decent to each other? I mean, when it comes to lifestyle choices that in relation to things like morality and religiously driven things I can kind of I mean personally I don't get it like I don't identify with it but I understand the underlying issues involving it where if you're taking a moral stance on something you do or don't believe in or you do or don't think is right but at what point did it become okay for us to think everyone else needs to believe what we believe and I know there have been groups that have been that way throughout history forcing their opinions on other people from at sword point there were probably people using rocks back in the day to smash their opinions into other people's way of life but realistically we're supposed to be better than that we're supposed to be more involved than that so why is it that these people just go and it's a case of feeding the trolls you don't even have to try and do it anymore you could show a picture of a a painting your kid made in school and you're proud of it because your your little kid made you something and brought it home and you want to put it up there and say look what my kid painted in kindergarten today and you're going to get some asshole that's going to be like what is that supposed to be there's no such thing as a purple bus 
Why's it got five wheels on one side? What the hell? This your kid's stupid. I mean, what, what kind of horrible, shitty person is so miserable with their own life that the only way they can feel like they're building themselves up is to tear other people down? It's like I said, I feel like I'm just beating a dead horse with this, but it's a constant thing in our society, and it's a constant thing in our in our world, and. It's constantly on my mind. It's constantly driving me nuts that we just get these entitled shits that think their opinion is somehow more valid than everyone else's. And we're all guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. I think my opinion that these people need to quit being assholes is more valid than their opinion that they have the right to be assholes, and somehow that's a public service. I don't know where these people get the idea that going around pissing on other people's Cheerios is somehow a duty or responsibility that they feel they have to fulfill, but... But they do, and it's... I don't understand why people would think that's okay. Why anyone sits here and says to themselves, well, it's it's okay for me to treat people in a way that would offend the shit out of me if it was done to me. So, I really... I get hung up on these things, and I don't want to constantly be harping on them. I don't want this to just be a case of, hey, Aaron dropped another episode of him bitching and moaning about people being dicks for a half hour. But unfortunately, people being a dicks is a pretty constant thing, and it's something we need to address. It's We need to make progress on it. And I'm going to try not to harp on it, but like I said, it's what I had to say. It's what I'm thinking about. It's what is bothering me at the moment. So until people stop being shitty, it's always going to be an undertone to everything else. And like I said, that's why I'm going to try get to get back into doing more of the cooking stuff and the moving out stuff and the advice for whatever i'm gonna try and get to back to being a little more constructive and a little less angry bitching for a half hour to shot and if you happen to be one of the people that enjoys the angry bitching episodes feel free to drop me a line i mean i am always available through social media i may not get back to you immediately but i will read it i will address it in one way shape or form i i don't have a staff i don't have anybody else that's gonna you know, really see these things or be have anything disclosed to them if that's not what you want. If you just want to talk to me personally, reach out to me. I'm always here. I'm always open. Not always doing business, but we're always open. It's a wonderful line. And I guess that's about as good a place as any to take a break, and we'll be back in a minute after the usual spiel to pick up where my thoughts left off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, guys, so thanks for bearing that. And so going into the second half here, the thing I really have rolling around in my head right now is, again, like everything else I've been talking about lately, ties into the whole COVID situation and everything else that's been going on this year between the politics and the social shit that's been going on. And a lot of people are fed up. A lot of things are going sideways. A lot of people have for one reason or another either had a falling out with or a breaking apart from either friends or family members or people you've known for a long time 
people you've known for a short time that actually had a big impact on your life. And so for the second part of this, I wanted to take a just a thought about all these people that, for whatever reason, whether it's just because you're not seeing them anymore, if they were just maybe friends from work, or if it's family members that you've had a, a disagreement with due to politics or any stances on any of the shit that's been going on this year. Because, let's face it, this year has been a dumpster fire of an event. And there have been a lot of really polarizing things happening. And due to a lot of external influences, and you compound that with the impact of a lot of us not being at work full-time or being at work at all or not having the social outlets, not getting out of the house, not getting out to go see our friends, not getting out to go just get into a different environment so you're not sitting around stewing in your own juices all day and being miserable and making your driving yourself nuts i mean your brain can be like a hamster wheel if you don't have something to distract yourself and something to take your mind off the just day-to-day stuff you can drive yourself nuts and a lot of us have had these things happen where all of a sudden, due to some disagreement, whether it's brought on by a politician running on a certain platform or another certain platform, or people making promises, for whatever reason, we've had divisions and rifts in our own lives of people who were at one point or another in one way, shape, or form important to us, and we have fallen out of touch with them, or we've lost contact, or we've deliberately cut them out of our lives because for whatever reason... Whatever thing that it was made important to us in the first place apparently couldn't handle the stress and the strain of having that difference of opinion or of having that different stance, whether it be political or social. Or There's a lot of things out there that people have had falling outs over this year, and it's the year's coming to a close. We're in the holiday season. All the... You know, TV movie specials that are on right now that are aiming right at the feels and trying to make us all kind of sit back and appreciate what was there. And we need to remember not to lose sight of that. We need to look at the things that we still have. Find the things you still have in common. If you've got family members that you haven't been talking to as much as you should, reach out to them because. And this is going to sound a little cheesy and possibly a little morbid, depending on how your stance on these things is. But you got to remember, none of us have any promises or any guarantees. You know, tomorrow's not promised. There's no guarantee you're going to have the time later on to get over these things or to make up or to even sit down and talk these things out. There was a time where we could say, well, you know, I got into it with cousin so-and-so and... You know, we're going to go sit down and maybe have a beer or have a, have a cup of coffee and just kind of talk and work things out. We're still family and we still care about each other. We just don't agree on this one issue. Or even just to have the conversation to say, let's just not talk about it since we don't agree on it and focus on the things that still matter to us, the, the reasons why we're still important to each other. And I think a lot of us have gotten away from that whether it's due to isolation or due to polarizing personal differences. And without the interaction on a regular basis, without seeing each other face-to-face or in person, a lot of little things can get magnified and blown way the hell out of proportion. And we have to 
like actively work against them at this point. We can't just passively, you know, we'll be mad at somebody and then two days later we're back at work and laughing and joking again because we got over it. That that factor of still being around them and still being reminded of why these people are your friends or why these people are people you enjoy being around or, or why they're family that you care about. You're not going to have that in, daily interaction to reinforce these things. So you got to have to actively make a point of valuing people and of appreciating the people that are in your lives for whatever reason. I personally, in my circumstances, I've got a ton of people that are so far away. I would, I would be thrilled. I would like nothing better than to be able to go see them right now and just to catch up. I have friends and family I haven't seen in literally years just due to circumstances. And it, it would nothing would make me happier than be, just being able to reach out to them and go, you know what, we don't agree about everything, we're never going to, but I still appreciate you, I still value you as a person. I still am glad you're in my life. We, we all need to embrace that sort of sense of gratitude and a sense of appreciation because realistically, if we were only around people that saw eye to eye with us and everybody agreed on everything and everyone saw things from the same perspective... Can you just imagine how dull life would be? Things would be so shitty and boring and tedious. There'd be no excitement. There'd be no adventure. There'd be no fun because everything would be super predictable. There'd be no surprises. There'd be no enjoyable things that you did not see coming. If everybody thinks exactly the same as you and everybody acts exactly the same as you, there is, there's nothing out there. There's no purpose at that point. Everything's known. Everything's a guarantee. So we need to just try and remember that and use that to coach our behavior and our interaction with other people and the way we go forth. And I I know it all kind of sounds kind of new agey. I'm not one of the people that's out there, you know, using crystals to align my chakras or anything, but maybe it's because I'm getting older. Maybe it's because I've settled down. Maybe it's the fact that I actually embraced something that my mother told me years and years and years ago. And when I was younger and when I was a hothead, I really thought I just hated everybody. I, I did not think people meant a damn to me. I was, you know, I don't need people. I don't need to be around things. And then I realized as I got a little older and my situation changed and I moved away from all my friends, how much I actually really valued my friends and not because we were all on the same page and we were all miserable about the same shit but because they brought perspective to my life they brought outside influences and different ways of looking at things and they allowed growth and change and development and I miss the hell out of them now and more so than anything else I remember something my mom said to me years ago when she was trying to explain to me that I really was not this massive angry shit I mean she was right and she was wrong because I am angry a lot and I am I am not necessarily the biggest fan of humanity because of some of the horrible horrible shit we're capable of doing but on the other side of that coin without all that horrible shit we wouldn't have any perspective on some of the really amazing things people are capable of doing and seeing people go out of their way to help each other to help people who they gain nothing by helping them other than the feeling they get from helping them people that will go out of their way to save a injured animal or you see you see videos of people like guys jumping into a creek to save a, a this creek was flooded swollen flood and all of a sudden they're pulling a drowning baby deer out of the creek and risking their own 
health and safety to try and rescue an animal that is obviously out of its element and completely screwed. And there's this thread of humanity that is so just solid and pure. And I really, I sometimes I when I try and vocalize this stuff, I feel like I'm sounding like either a Hallmark Channel special or some just granola-eating, patchouli-smelling, VW bus-driving, just every stereotype of an old hippie you could come up with. And I don't really feel like that quite fits either, but my mom did say something to me years and years ago in my young and angry days that in retrospect makes a lot of sense, and I don't think I gave her enough credit for it when she said it, but I don't think most kids do when their parents talk to them. Again, that's an age and perspective thing, I guess, but she said to me, one of the reasons you get so mad at people is because you know they're capable of so much better than they do, and it really hurts you that they're not living up to their potential. And and I never thought I was an empath or anything like that. I never really thought I was super vested in other people's potential. But now looking back and measuring it against the gauge of how I feel just not being around my friends and not being around people I know and even the people that drive me nuts, just their absence from my life makes me realize, you know, mom might have been on the ball on that one. She might have known what she was talking about. So realistically, this is kind of my call to action to anybody who's hears this show and anybody that wants to just make the world a little bit better place without harping on about all the other shit that I've been going on about. If you want to know where I stand on pretty much any issue, there's a really good chance you can find it one of the old back episodes. So if this is where you're jumping in, feel free to go look through the back stuff. Some of it might be a little harsh to listen to. I think the production stuff is getting better, so uh, that's something to take into account. But realistically, the, the, the thing I think we all need to try and remember just is to just appreciate each other. Don't spend all the energy focusing on the shit you don't agree on. Don't walk through life thinking you got to change every person you, you come across. Particularly because if you want to really impact somebody's life and you want to make a change in their life, you're never going to do it by trying to force your opinions, your beliefs onto them. You have to be an example. You have to show why your approach is better. You have to be able to be better. You have to be an inspiration. You can't be a tyrant. You can't force someone to believe in you. You can't force somebody to believe anything you say. You have to act where they can see what you're doing. They have to see that your way, your approach, your character is something they want to see. They want to be like. They want to emulate. Something that makes them feel good and they realize the only way they can achieve that for themselves is to pass along the same behaviors to others. And again, this, like I said, it sounds, even to my own ears, it sounds kind of hokey. But at this point, it's kind of becoming apparent to me that it's the truth, too. And if nothing else, that is pretty much what I try to focus on is the truth. And partly because I'm just too lazy to lie. When you lie, you have to remember things. And when you lie to yourself, it never ends well. You're never accomplishing anything. You're not gaining anything by lying to yourself because eventually those things always get they always come to come to bear they always come to light and the consequences the long the the bigger the lion the longer you live it the heavier it's going to hit you when it does finally break and 
if you just embrace things that are true that you, you don't have to worry about it it's a weight off the shoulders really it's uh, for all the smack i've talked over the course of my life about the tree hugging granola eating life pro you know everything's gonna be okay and yada yada, yada. i mean i'm not overly optimistic about anything ever i am a cynic by definition but that doesn't mean you can't have hope i mean i'm prepared for the worst in pretty much every aspect of everything i do but it doesn't mean i'm hoping for the worst i plan for it i don't look forward to it i don't relish the idea of things being worse I hope things are going to work out right. I'm just not broken when the chips don't fall my way. So that's the other thing. If you're going to try and be cautiously optimistic about things, you have to have a certain amount of resilience in your character. You can't be one of those people that's going to let disappointment keep you down. It's Yeah, situations can be disappointing. Things can have outcomes that aren't what you wanted. But you can't let those disappointments and those failures define your life. You can't let them steer your orientation and your goals into a negative thing. That's that's not going to add any value to your life. So my my point is, after all this rambling and chattering on, that we all need to make a point. So take the time. Call the family members you haven't seen. Have a virtual cup of coffee with somebody. Set up, set up a video chat with, with, with a cousin you haven't talked to in a while. Call up your parents if you still have your parents with you. And just see how things are going. A lot of us get so tied up in the hectic day-to-day shit of our own lives that we forget other people are going through shit too. And we could all use somebody to talk to. We could all use a, a friendly ear. We can always use somebody that might bring a little different perspective to our lives. So be that somebody. M- make a point of it. You'll, you'll get something out of it. They'll get something out of it. Everybody wins. We can you know, go back to making forward progress as humans. We can start getting back to being better. And it will be a beautiful thing. I... I don't want to sound like I'm overhyping it or, you know, trying to sell anybody any any love beads or anything, but realistically, what's the harm? It's you, you reach out to somebody, set something up, just talk to somebody. I mean, hell, if you need somebody to talk to and you feel like you don't have anybody, get a hold of me. I'll talk to you. I I'm I'm a, as much as I run my mouth, I'm a pretty good listener, too. And realistically, that's all any of us really need sometimes. So in respect to that, thanks for listening to me. Uh, and I guess we'll uh, wrap this up. We're getting to the half-hour mark here, and I'm trying to keep it around those numbers because out of the engagement I've had, that's what you guys have said you want. Uh, the only thing I can think about is, I'm going to add a caveat to that, is when I, when I start having guests and doing interviews and things like that, those things may tend to run a little longer because anybody who knows me outside of this show knows that (laughs) I talk a lot and I tend to encourage that same behavior in other people so things could possibly get out of hand and be multi-posts or you know split up episodes into two parts things like that I 
I don't know what the future holds, but I am looking forward to uh, finding out, and hopefully you guys will come along and find out with me. So for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon